0: Terry, what's that on your lip? It's just a cold sore. So gross. So then, what's this? It's nothing, just... If he's hurting you, you tell me, right? I can't believe this. I'm just concerned. You're jealous. Jealous? Nobody loves you, and he loves me, and you want to take that away? All About Degrassi, the podcast where one, we're here, two, we're queer, and three, get used to it. Whoa, there's a three. That's how you know we're not Rick, because he only does a one and a two. Oh, that's right. Oh, I really blew it. Do you think he loves that song, One Two Step? Yeah, he says, he says, let me, he says, one, let me see your two, one, two, two step <laughs> I'm Evan Goodrich. Oh my god, I just dropped something. I'm Nick Sahoya. <laughs> and welcome to this show where we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. It's a disaster. We're actually dropping things all the time. We normally edit it out. We normally have producer Brimp edit it out, but not today. In the interest of transparency, I just dropped <laughs> A remote. <laughs> in the interest of being vulnerable and open. Yes, uh-huh. I think we're brave. How are you, Evan? I'm good. I don't um, normally ask at the top of the episode. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. Okay, good. I'm we, we always to... have to check in every now and then. I know it's nice. How are you, the listeners? Good. Are you also I, I'm good? Good, I assume. Yeah. because uh, well, you're not going to be good after listening to this. Uh, wait. How do you how do you feel about these episodes that we are recapping today? I thought they were both pretty good. I thought the first one was good. I thought the second one was frustrating. (laughs) Yes, but I didn't hate it. Didn't no these no none of these are neither of these are yeah. like you know bombs these are these are this both is, they're, pretty good well yeah. we're in the golden era so even like kind of a mid episode like the second there's one. always something yeah to like glob onto you're yes. like oh there's like it's not always a disaster well let's get into the first episode we're covering today and just uh so people understand you've already seen the episode title at this point mm-hmm. we're doing the episode. Before and right. after the two parter. I have no concept of what number episode we are in ten. season three. We're in ten. Ten, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. We're really deep in it, baby. Yeah, ten. And then the next one's thirteen. But we're you <gasps> that's know, unlucky. I well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get there at some point. Anyway, but the first one is called Never Gonna Give You Up, and then we'll do uh the two part holiday episode. We're gonna do that for our episode. That'll next be next week. week. Yeah. Yes, correct. Uh it's but first never June. give you up. <laughs> Never Gonna Give You Up. Let's talk about it. Season yeah. three, episode ten. Never Never gonna Give You Up, named after the song by Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up Never gonna let you down you know, it's funny, uh, I didn't actually get around to watching this episode, but luckily someone sent me an email with a link in it, and I accidentally watched this episode as some sort of prank. That's the new Rickrolling. Yeah. He's just putting this you episode. You this whole episode to someone. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, I think I get it. <laughs> Have you ever Rickrolled anyone? No, I, that whole thing missed me entirely, and guess what? That's a great song. I will say- It is a great song. It's a really good song. And I will say, when I used to busk, I would play Never Gonna Give You Up on my ukulele, and it would always get tips. People loved it. Yeah! That sounds like a winner. That sounds yeah. like a fun time. I was in on the joke. We were having fun you were over self-aware. here. were self-aware. I think the most money... Well, no, the most money I ever made busking was Pride, and that was actually with a guitar. But the most money I ever made busking with a ukulele was in front of, like, a... What's it called? Pax? <laughs> and I just went... The gaming convention oh oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so i was out in front of there and i had a pokemon sign and i was singing mimi songs like that and i made quite a bit of money that day i feel like everyone in seattle just like or everyone like the pacific northwest is like given a ukulele like when you enter you're like (laughs) welcome here's your ukulele yeah pick uh, up a few chords it's called the zoe deschanel act (laughs) it was passed unanimously through state congress (laughs) Uh God, apparently according to Degrassi Wiki, uh, the original title for this episode was Wild Boys, named after the Duran Duran song, I I assume. Well, can we hear that too? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm glad they went with uh, the title they did though, because I feel like yeah. it has a. I mean, it certainly is dark. It's a dark interpretation of this song. <laughs> um, I think "Wild Boys" is not appropriate. And that's all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they chose right. I think they chose right. You chose correctly, <laughs> wisely. What's the night say in the end of the last Indiana Jones movie that was worth watching? Uh, what was the last one that was worth watching? The third one. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Indiana Jones. I (laughs) resent that he's back. I I would like to continue not thinking about Indiana Jones. I'm going to see it. I'm not going to see it. it. I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Shout out. I like her. Yeah. Um, I would rather watch her be a Star Wars robot. (laughs) Oh, they did her so dirty in that, though. In one of the worst They did droids dirty as a whole in that movie. (laughs) I will say uh, the Han Solo movie is... The only movie that I have ever openly texted during and no one in the theater seemed to care. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's the only one. Yeah. Good for you. I'm pretty good about it. I wish more people would be like you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, this is not what we're talking about today. Uh, no, we're talking about a very important episode, and we gotta get into a it. very, a very special episode. It's uh, a pretty special episode, <laughs> uh, and it's a Terry episode. We haven't had one of those in a while. And I will say, spoiler alert! I think this is the best Terry episode, if not ever, certainly so far. Yeah, the best <laughs> one of the, the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, <laughs> better, than the, better than the other one. So uh. we, it's this boy Rick who we met in the previous uh, round of episodes. Uh, yes. So Terry and Rick Murray. are are still going strong after they started dating literally two episodes ago. After Uh, Terry stood in a hall for hours. (laughs) (laughs) waiting, She waited hours for him. (laughs) Uh, And Terry is truly over the moon to have such a nice, courteous gentleman for a boyfriend. Yeah, and they are getting ready for a scene uh, performance class, a scene study class uh, led by Miss Kwan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for English, Miss Kwan assigns the sophomores to perform a dramatic scene in front of the class. And Marco, being the special boy he is, has written his ori- an original scene for this. Yes. Uh, and he is in a group with Terry, Rick, Jimmy, and Hazel. Right? Um, <laughs> so, I want to say one thing about Rick. Did, do you remember that, Rick? Um, obviously, a pretty hateable character. A very nefarious force at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. But I think the actor is quite good. Oh, he's fantastic. He's doing a really good job, isn't he? Yeah, Ephraim Ellis—that's his name. Okay, uh, Ephraim, Ephraim—is it Ephraim? I didn't know how to spell your name, so it's we have e- not yet followed you on the <laughs> Oliver Degrassi Instagram, but I'm gonna follow you after this. You e- are a very good actor. E P H A R A I M, Ephraim, Ephraim. I don't know.
1: Hmm, I don't interesting.
0: Know. I don't know. Uh, love, love an alliterative name though. So yes. shout out to his parents. <laughs> um. He's doing a lot of subtle work here, and I think a this character is written to be very obnoxious, and. It, I think this actually, I mean, he, he literally says m'lady. He I refers know, to Terry as m'lady. Oof. He doesn't have a fedora, but if he had one, he would be tipping it. He is a full fedora boy. Um, pre fedora he, boy. He's honestly like the proto incel. Like I he know he really he's, is. I mean, I know he's not an incel cause he literally has a girlfriend and incels don't have GFs, well, but like he's, he's an incel. I mean, if we're taking incel as its literal term, like he's still celibate. They're not, they're not boinking. I guess that's true. Is Terry even a kisser? Is she a lady who who gives a kiss? I think she's I think she's prone to give a kiss. Well, there's I mean. a kiss on the cheek, but is she like French-in? And- <laughs> oh, I don't know if they're there yet. Okay. They're, they're she's they're so soft. But I, no, least... I think I think you're right. I think they're in handhold territory. Yeah. So. Uh, and Marco is to to uh the show's credit, Marco is like cringing at everything they do, mm-hmm. and everyone's and Jimmy cringing too. With him. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jimmy everyone everyone is cringing at them. But Jimmy, I will say the one distinction is Jimmy's really zeroing in early on this Rick guy. He's kind of a creep. I don't yeah. like Yeah. So, uh, so okay. So the, for this group, Jimmy wants to direct, but Rick wants to direct also because his mother, and I quote, walked the boards at Stratford for 10 years. And Stratford is the made up school that apparently has a good, uh, wait, is it real? No. Okay. So, okay. I looked it up. It's okay, not real, right? <laughs> so based on my half-assed internet research, I'm assuming that this is referring to, there's a Stratford Shakespeare festival. In Ontario. And oh, Stratford, Ontario. So that is a real thing. I think so. Okay. I, I I assume that's what they're referring to because I looked at other things, I was like, Is this a school? What is this? I have always that's the best thing they refer come to. to Stratford a lot and I never fully figured out what it is, but apparently it's a town and there's a it school a there, town and uh-huh. they do Shakespeare. Uh, like the actual. I don't know if there's a school there I think it's just like a Shakespeare like a, like a town no but remember Festival. Paige is trying to get into Stratford is she try- oh my god when she is... has her little incident oh with oh my Alex. gosh that's, okay see I think it's oh, oh is that a real school then I'm, I don't think it is well that's, that's research for season six we'll, we'll find out we'll find out later we'll find, tune in in three seasons if you if you graduated from Stratford with honors please write into the Olabu D'Gresci Instagram <laughs> we'd love to hear your story <laughs> yeah alums please interact <laughs> Uh, so just. Jimmy's like, no, you can be stage manager. No, I don't think I don't think that would suit you. Directing, I don't think so. I should be director. I personally do not trust a stage manager unless she is a lesbian. Oh yeah? They're the best at it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know. It's like the queer Home energy. the yes. But it's more like, you know how queers are very, you know, good at stuff. <laughs> I think <laughs> No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think lesbians are just built. To be stage managers, they're excellent at it. I do think lesbian. I do believe in lesbian superiority. They're, so the, they're better. Lesbian than us. supremacy, honestly. They they should be in charge. Yeah, <laughs> we should be living under the matriarchy. Any day, any day now, it's gonna happen. Please, please, please manage the stage that is our life. <laughs> that is the, the, the world stage. Yes, all the world is a stage. Shakespeare, you love Shakespeare. I'm, I'm gonna barf now. <laughs> uh, so okay, so Jimmy's director. Rick is stage manager, and wouldn't you know it, Terry gets to play the lead, Mm -hmm. despite not auditioning. They're just like, and you get the lead. Has she shown an interest in acting? I'm really trying to think. She is a model, as we know. Well, she's a singer and a model, but she's never acted. Well, she was. Well, she was singing, but is she a singer? (laughs) I (laughs) think she's a recording artist. She is is technically technically a a recording artist. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's like when Paris Hilton put out that album. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Rick seems to be strangely resentful of Terry getting to take center stage. And Terry's like, or I can be your assistant, Rick. It's fine. Uh, which is like, okay, but someone needs to play this role. So And it's, it's a woman, so it's yeah. not like you can do the part, Rick. But yeah. I think he's just... I think he just wants to, to be like in a leadership or a exactly. position. Exactly. You know, if he, he, he can't to, be the lead, he wants to direct. He wants clout. Yes. Um, and so he's jealous that Terry is going to get clout. And Jimmy's getting clout. No clout for Rick. Uh, But Rick saves space and is like, no, no, you'll do great. You should be the lead. Yeah. You're destined for it. Um, Mm -hmm. so then we cut to the rehearsal and Marco is playing a bedridden, sickly Italian boy. Mama. Uh, This, this, this Latino boy calling out for his mother in Spanish. He's Italian ex. What? Shut up. This is not a bit weird. I I will not (laughs) deign to entertain this. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. He's speaking uh, Spanish, mama. Mama. <laughs> he's also speaking French. Still not convinced. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, so, I, I don't know. Whatever. He's he's doing his thing. It's um, a choice. And Terry is terrible because... I no, guess she's really bad. She's really bad. And apparently it's because she's nervous. That's okay, fine. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. First day jitters. Mm-hmm. But when Jimmy tries to direct her, Rick butts in and is like, just breathe. It's all about breathing. hmm and, and she takes that note a little too literally. Well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know. It's it like, is a good note. In well, a way. that's the thing. I was like, I, that doesn't sound like terrible advice. But then Terry takes it to like the most literal degree, and starts so just being like, "I am here for you, son." Uh, and I don't like know. she's having a Lamaze moment. Yeah, I feel like maybe Terry is just an idiot. She does <laughs> seem very dumb and susceptible. You remember that episode where she thought that. Paige was going to die or whatever. Right. She's insane. Yeah, she brought flowers. She was like, my condolences. She's out of her mind. She needs help. So. (laughs) (laughs) We have not gotten to the B-plot yet. I'm, I'm working on it. Okay, so. Meanwhile... Spinner has started working at The Dot, which, as we yes. all know, The Dot, the the the, the, the premier establishment. Yes, this, it's much like town. the diner. What's the diner and say by the Bell called? Oh, I don't remember. The, they have, they have a dot. The, a lot of school shows will have a the the hangout. Yeah, I mean, like I yeah, feel it's like always a diner. I feel like iCarly and all those shows always mm. have like their spot too. Yes, for sure. This is like the, the, it's the Central Perk. Of yes, <laughs> Central Perk. There, there we the, go. Yeah. not a school mm-hmm. show, but but. but There we go. Analogous, nonetheless. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So Spinner is in the middle of complaining to Craig about how he's terrible at his job. Mm -hmm. And then he sees JT joking around with Paige. And Spinner explains to Craig that JT was there for her when she was having a really hard time last year. And Paige is laughing up a storm <laughs> about this joke that we I had the son with a dog we don't <laughs> know the there's joke. Dog. It, there's I know. no way the joke's good i do love the continuity of their friendship from yes! last season this it's is one of so my favorite cute. friendships on this show yes one of my favorite uh pairings mm-hmm. especially some, platonic pairings right and like sometimes friendships on degrassi you know, will just like inexplicably evaporate between seasons and we don't really get an explanation and then it's- sometimes they'll just come out of nowhere like when craig is helping spinner later but i guess we'll get to that well, they're, they're in the band together. They, oh, they are in the band. Yeah, they're I bros. withdraw my objection. They're bros. I thought that was weird. A few episodes ago, Craig was like, Spinner, how do you do sex? Um, <laughs> I forgot. Okay. <laughs> so you was right. like, I don't know, because like, I haven't done it yet. No, uh, you're right. I, I'm wrong. <laughs> I forgot about all the other episodes. But yeah, so, so Spinner, like, you know, discloses, like, oh, JT and Paige have this really, like, you know, personal bond. And Craig is like, fuck that. Tell him <laughs> to take a hike. <laughs> so Spinner does just that. I feel like... He also doesn't do it in a way that would really upset Paige. It's kind of believable. I like this moment where he's just like, get out of here, you little kid. Yeah. S- scram. Until. But then JT starts mocking Spinner to get a rise out of him. And Spinner. Friends... By doing what now? <laughs> do we, uh, what are you, what mocking? He's just mocking him, right? Mocking? He's just yeah. mocking him, right? Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for this. <laughs> my blood is already just, like... My yeah, blood pressure is high. You're a real spinner. This I is very infuriating I to will say, to to that us. is one of the most annoying things you can do. It's though. pretty annoying. It's really annoying. So, honestly, team spinner in this moment. Um, yes, yeah, so spinner... No, team... I'm still team JT. He is being very annoying, though. Well, you are the JT in this situation, oh my so... God. Well, better than being the Spinner. makes <laughs> you well, uh, d- d- crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Paige is there to... Ah, mediate- Evan just pushed me up against a locker. <laughs> 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 so Paige is there to mediate, and she's like, uh-uh, uh, play nice. Um, but uh, so Paige suggests to Spinner to get over himself and try to bond with JT, but clearly Spinner has other ideas, which we will get back to Well, can we just say and we'll get into the beat by beat of it but mm-hmm. this beat plot is a is an old a tv school show trope of a prank war that's true that's yeah. right a- a- almost every show about kids has a prank war i remember my brother and me had a great prank war where they put, like... This is the TV show of you and your brother's life. <laughs> no, I... Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm an only child. No, do you remember My Brother and Me? It was on Nickelodeon. Oh, there was only one or two seasons. The best friend was named Goo. Goo? Yeah, his my name was My Brother and Me. I don't know what this show is. is it was on, pretty good. What was it on? Nickelodeon. Oh. that's pretty I good. I don't remember this. Anyway. But they had a prank war. I'm sure Saved by the Bell had a prank war. You gotta have a prank war. It's a, it's a show about school. Yeah, that's true. It was only a matter of time before we got to this. Did you ever do pranks? (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever do pranks? Not really. I don't know. Pranks are always so much, I guess, cooler in TV than when you actually try and do a prank. It's almost always overwhelming. (laughs) I feel like I didn't have, like, because there's a lot of planning that goes into pranks. And I was like, I feel like I didn't have that capacity for that. And I was just scared of getting in trouble. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, I wish people thought that these days because prank culture has just devolved into like, I'm going to go harass strangers and ruin their day and put it on YouTube (laughs) and call it a prank (laughs) as if it's clever. It's like, no, you're just being an awful person. Yeah. Oh, I pranked you. I punched you in the shin. <laughs> oh, what about Punk now. Ashton Kutcher's Punked. Did he really? I was just watching Girls Five Eva, and they had a joke about Punked. Did he really make think someone think they were in a plane crash? Oh, I don't know. I did not watch Punked. I didn't either. I but would appar- catch it like every now and be like, Oh no! Apparently, this. there was one where they were on a plane, and he made him think the plane was gonna crash, which seems way too far. That is so fucked up. <laughs> but also, I do believe it. Okay, one last thing I want to say about Punked do you remember there's this thing they tried to punk zach braff by like a kid keyed his car oh wait i do, va- oh, I do and then Z- it got out of hand because zach braff like like, got went, like 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 physical. aggro right yeah, yeah. He, like grabbed the kid by like the shirt and like oh, oh my god i do remember holy shit who would have thought zach braff he seems like a shitty guy the most like <laughs> beta cuck looking of all people <laughs> Anyway, what show are we watching? Um, <laughs> <Pungs>? <laughs> okay, so Rick is concerned about Terry's relationship with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's- what? Oh, yes. yes you're yes. right. Yes. Because he's very jealous. I mean, he's a very jealous boy. He's yes. Suspicious. But I was confused because Jimmy is also com- concerned well, right, about well, right. Terry's relationship uh, with Rick. You know, for good reason. Goes both ways. Uh, but who, do you think's, who do you think's right? <laughs> I don't know. At this point in the episode, <laughs> I don't, who's you know, the good guy? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's too soon to say. Uh, so Terry assures Rick that, they're, that she and Jimmy are just friends and she has eyes only for Rick and mm. then like, From inside the classroom, Jimmy like cringes at how- Sappy, the two of them are. Oh yeah, the, this is a little kiss on the cheek moment, and Jimmy is not having it. Yeah, I mean they're like full like puppy love, like Eskimo, Eskimo kissing. And it's, shit. it's it's very gross. It's cringe. I, I don't care for but it. But Hazel is like, you know, it's her first boyfriend. Get, you know, cut her some slack. Yeah, I actually kind of think that's believable. Like I think there would be some lenien- uh, leniency here because Terry is excited about this. Yeah, I think Hazel's coming at this from the right place. Yeah, which H- is you know she's like he's she's not totally like on board the Rick train, but she's like but Terry. Seems happy, and I yeah. want to, you know, respect that. Yeah, I think that's nice. I think at this point she is making the correct decisions. Actually, <laughs> Hazel's a real uh, like moral center for this episode. She is, as she as she so often seems to as be. She, well, she doesn't get to have things happen to She's, her. Yeah, it's just, but it's, she sure gets to comment. She on sure things. gets to react. <laughs> <laughs> uh So later, at the dot Rick continues to Rick Splain, directing to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's as, very annoying. It's very annoying, and it's believable. I know people He's like that. Very things. good at being annoying Yeah. Uh, so, well done. Not everyone can be convincingly annoying, you know? Just Spinner when he's trying to be (laughs) likable. Well, then Spinner, he comes and he asks to take their order, and Terry thinks about getting a burger, but Rick is like, no, you should get a salad and with a light dressing. With That's a light the dressing, the healthiest option on the menu. Uh, red flag, red flag, really scary, red flag. <laughs> uh, this is the part of the episode that I was actually the most unnerved by because this is the kind of thing that like, oh, this happens. Like, like this is a like this. I feel like this is a very regular occurrence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like this Straight kind of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, they're, they're real. <laughs> They're not just cryptids. They're out there. Um, They are loose, and we should be concerned. (laughs) Board up your windows. Uh, So this is, like, the sort of domineering, like, abusive behavior that, like, doesn't maybe like always read as abusive, but it's right. just like oh, that is such a violation of like it's, someone's agency. It's so pernicious. Yes. It's just beneath the surface. Yeah. And especially like there's also like sort of the undercurrent of like fat phobia in here where it's like Oh did I you say should... pernicious, right, Evan? You did. Good. Yeah, I get really nervous sometimes when I use a big word. <laughs> You're like, I, I don't know, I forgot about ASAT words, but <laughs> let's pull one out. But yes, it's it's very scary. This, yeah, and and you can tell like everyone in the dot is sort of looking around like this is weird. Yeah, yeah, we, this we is feel weird yeah, about red this. Flag, yeah red flag, red uh, flag. But Terry's like, you're always looking out for me. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, okay, so back in the subplot, uh, Mr. Raditch confronts JT over a love letter he yeah, received. A little Valentine he got under his door. Yeah, uh, roses are red, violets are blue. My name is JT York, and I love you. <laughs> Which is honestly, this is a pretty good prank. <laughs> it's almost as good as when Juju B uh, answered that question on Snatch Game. Roses are red. Violet or blue, pick me. <laughs> I love you. I am a what is it? I am a little frog. <laughs> is that I am you? jumping to you, I'm Convi- <laughs> convincing you. I can't remember. It's all good stuff. It's all good. GGB, come on the show. <laughs> oh, please. If you please, um, not Canadian, but as polite as a Canadian, yeah. <laughs> uh, but JT insists that this love letter was a prank someone must have pulled on him, which is like. Kind of a dumb prank. I it's, think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, does Mr. Radich sincerely think this kid sent him a love letter? No, like, but what? then he has like, to have this awkward interaction. I think this is a very, I know, sex, very I, successful, low, I feel like, low investment. I feel prank. like if that's you're Mr. Awkward. Radich, you're just like, okay, well this is obviously a prank and I don't need to engage with this at all because clearly this is. I If I was working at a school and I got that letter, you, you do have to I mean, unless he wants to, to humiliate JT, <laughs> which honestly, maybe he does. Maybe that's his kink. Um, So, and then in a truly terrifying jump scare JT opens his locker and <laughs> I laughed we, out loud I laughed so hard so he opens his locker and then it's just plastered with photos of Mr. Raddick yes. like blown up really and, funny prank and we get these like scare cords in the score <laughs> I, I loved it I, I laughed very hard I don't laugh I don't really laugh often at this show I but, know I that's what I'm saying all of these pranks kind of landed for me I was uh, surprised <laughs> so of course Spinner was behind this um, and apparently JT just forgot to lock his locker that's the only reason I missed that. That's yeah, really no, j- I assume yeah. that um, Spinner had broken. Something. No, Spinner yeah. says, you know, you should really lock your locker. And That's like, really funny. And but also JT is literally unlocking his locker when he's at the locker. So I'm like, well, when did those? Maybe Spinner locked it when he left. I don't know. I I, I don't you don't know anything about lock. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I never use as, as a locker user. I can say <laughs> this this all that's, tracks. That's true. I cannot I cannot speak on this. So I they very well. Thank you. Okay, Thank so. you for deferring to my experience. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so back at rehearsal. Carrie continues to incorporate Rick's direction to horrible results. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, so they do this thing. Rick describes it as the three quarters rule, which... I've heard of is like cheating out. Cheating out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a thing. That's of course a thing. You never want to be sideways on a stage. Right. Exactly. But it's like, it's just that Terry's like incorporating it badly. Yeah. And so I'm like, again, if I was Jimmy, I would be like, Hey, I understand the three quarters rule thing, but you're literally at 90 degrees. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, we need you to turn this way a little bit. Right. Exactly. And And Jimmy's just kind of seeding the direction. Like, can't he say, Hey, I get that you're trying to do what Rick talked about, but do it this way. He is just kind of throwing it right. out there's owl. There's actually like a middle ground here. Yeah. Where you could like, because like, again, Rick's not wrong. It's just that I don't know. Maybe Terry's just an idiot. But at the same time, I do kind of appreciate this with the breathing and the three quarter rule, quote unquote. It is a funny thing to snap into, and it's an easy way to know whose direction she is following. Right, right. It's absurd, but we're we're, but it we're works. doing we're doing a storytelling thing here. It, um, it it works. This is all to say that Rid- Rick did nothing wrong. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Remember that Rick? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that will never get old. <laughs> this my old <only> comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jimmy's getting frustrated, of course, and he tells Rick to stop meddling in his direction, and Rick is uh not thrilled. Oh yes. yeah, he has a real hissy face yeah, about He's this. really just scowling. Um but before that, back at the subplot, Frank Wart. Spinner and Paige are walking down the hallway when JT pops out of nowhere and somehow rips off Spinner's pants like they're part of a drag race reveal. I believe these are the um, snap button pants that were quite popular in that era. Oh. I will say, though, those buttons hold on pretty tight. Yeah, I don't know. You have to be have a lot of force. This was clearly affixed with Velcro. That's the only way it would have revealed that way. But quite the reveal. Cool, truly. That would have popped off at the bar. And of course, uh, <laughs> I, would have, I would have tipped her. Okay. Oh, yeah. But of course, uh, Spinner is wearing the cartoonish yes! heart print boxers yes! wearing... that only exist in TV. <laughs> the only cartoon characters wear. And <laughs> I appreciated it as a white puppet. boxers. very funny. With red hearts printed on them. I mean, I guess they were like, do- they were doing a bit here. They were doing a thing. The they... only other funny thing you could have done is like very tiny underwear and I'm glad they did not go in that direction. <laughs> I mean, this scene is so sh- it really just feels like a fever dream. Like the events of this scene it's and how it's strange, strangely. It's just yeah, because it gets in like slow mo for a yeah. bit. I don't know. It was he's weird. like waving the pants behind <laughs> him as he goes. It's pretty funny stuff. I was entertained. I will say that. um So Riggs is having a temper tantrum over Jimmy, and he kind of negs Terry into like doubting Jimmy's advice. You know, because she's like, he's like, oh, I'd hate for you to be led astray and like make a fool of yourself by following Jimmy's advice. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, then the time comes for them to deliver their scene. Uh, And the scene is like, to to paint the picture, Marco's like in a hospital bed. Mama. Thank you. Mama. (laughs) And (laughs) Hazel's a nurse and she's like, your son's dying. (laughs) No bedside banner, by the way. (laughs) And Terry's like, I want him to live. (laughs) And she's honestly like, she's kind of eating. She's kind of eating She's doing pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh um, I have some problems with the script, Marco. Our, uh, our budding playwright. <laughs> but then she, but like... But a little faster, butter. Yeah, but then she, like, looks out into the audience, and she sees Rick sulking like a child. Yeah, he's kind of, like, fidgeting in his seat. Yeah, and so she decides to take Rick's advice to spare his feelings, and wouldn't you know it, she makes a complete fool of herself, and everyone laughs at her. They're and all
1: gonna laugh at you.
0: Truly. Carrie Tease. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I don't know. I actually feel like cheating out, even what she was kind of doing. It almost could have worked for the moment because you could actually yeah. read as her like sort of like disassociating Dis- oh fully from, like the trauma of like <gasps> losing her son okay wow now that, i like it yeah like, good I'm, job Rick. i'm like i actually feel like this could actually work as a choice this is totally this is not within the universe of this episode like this is a disaster in universe i actually feel like it could work as a choice it's just that deliv- terry's delivery is so bad with like her breathing yes and stuff that she obviously looks like a fool because her delivery sucks but i'm like actually the choice of cheating out here kind of works yeah speaking out to the audience like i feel like that kind of almost it almost works but terry sucks so yes and then <laughs> is this where they walk into after school yeah in the in the alley yeah so terry is could... this the same alley where okay we'll say oh, what happens well, no okay okay say what happens that's, first. no that's later on i think i know but say say what happens first and then i'll say my thought okay Cause so I don't after spoil school it. <laughs> terry confronts rick about their scene and he blames and she blames him oh this is uh, oh yeah he, she blames him for making her look like an idiot, mm-hmm. uh, which you know maybe Terry is just an idiot. That's my thought. Yeah, but... I mean, sure, but let's <laughs> let's, let's let, let, What happens next? Let's so, get to it. Rick does not take kindly to that, to say the least, until he violently grabs Terry's arm and reprimands her. And it's very scary. It's very scary. He's very good in the scene, the yes, acting. Uh, wow. It's, so intimidating. Yeah, it's very scary. Um, what were you going to say? I know what you're going to say. So, actually. what I'm going to say is we are looking at sort of a domestic violence situation here between these two um, young lovers. hmm. And I believe this is the same alleyway where Sean mm-hmm. pushed Emma. Mm-hmm. So this is just where you go if you want to physically harm the well, person. Well, this you're is in love also with. this is also the very same alley where Marco comes out to Spinner. What people need to stop going in this alley. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I literally have it on my notes. I'm like Terry, if you're in this alley, run fast, girl. A, Nothing good is gonna happen. It is a cursed alley. It is. <laughs> Do you know that movie uh, that Guillermo del Toro made, Nightmare Alley? Yes. It was set here. That's, this is, a this nightmare is the Hall. Nightmare This Hallie. is the Nightmare Night. Did you actually see Nightmare Alley? Nope. Oh, it's good. It's
1: good. You should check it out.
0: All right. Oh, All right. You won't go. You're not going to check it out. Um, one of these days. <laughs> okay. So the next day at school, Terry tries to ignore Rick, but he offers her a bouquet of roses and apologizes... Sort of. Uh, yeah. It's behavior. a very bullshit apology. Yeah, yeah. So he basically blames Jimmy because he's like, oh, I was jealous because Jimmy's trying to take you from yeah, me. Yeah. It's all Jimmy's fault, which, is you why know, I hurt you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he basically love bombs Terry into taking him back because he's like, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're like, you're a model. She is a model. She is a model. And so she takes him back. And then Paige and Hazel are over the moon for Terry about, you know, her roses whatever yeah and this girl talk scene in the bathroom is really effective it's it's kind of believable dialogue and it all comes to a head when hazel notices the bruises on terry's arm Mm -hmm. and terry lies and says it's from a volleyball serve Mm -hmm. i hit my arm on the thing on the thing (laughs) (laughs) an explanation which hazel seems mm, skeptical of But she if only, ask- Well, if only Paige was there to hear it, because she would have known. She's like, I just went through this with my friend saying she hit her arm on the thing. Right, exactly. She's like, ah, there's no thing. But this happened right after Paige walked away, so her experience was not there to be helpful, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately not. Yeah, um, But Hazel is skeptical, but she doesn't ask any questions. Yeah, Hazel's yet. being a, a good friend. She's checking in, yeah. but she's giving space. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, they have organized a girls' night. Yes, night. they're going to do a girls' night they're gonna later. Do girls' night. Um meanwhile, Spinner proposes a truce with JT, and JT accepts. Uh, and it seems like they're going to do the adult thing. Yeah. But uh Craig, but, as but we then, mentioned, Yeah, so behind JT's back, Craig sneaks um a fart machine into JT's locker. Yeah. And when Manny comes around the corner, perfect serving, timing by the way. Serving, she's <laughs> serving. Um and JT tries to flirt with her but is interrupted by very realistic fart noises. I You would just hear that it was coming from the locker. Yeah! First of all, it's going to echo. The reverb in a locker? Yeah. Come on. And... I don't know. This was the only prank that didn't work for me. How did they know Manny was gonna be there right then? I think they just wanted to humiliate him, like, like just like whoever It didn't have to be Manny, could've been anybody. It he wasn't just very Happened bad. to be. Manny. This, this was the only scene I didn't like. No, it's parents. not good. But uh, Manny is convinced that JT's just like letting them rip. Yeah. Uh, Even though there's no odor. <laughs> there's no odor. It's not coming from like you again. There's a sound direction. Yep. Like the sound is very directional. Come on. Uh, Someone needed to punch this scene up. But uh, otherwise, whatever. ten out of ten. But I don't know. <laughs> the, the kids love farts, as we all know. So. A lot of farts love. They love farts. Let's move on. <laughs> you don't love farts? No. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> um, so later that day, Terry essentially asks Rick if it's okay for her to go over to pages for girls night. uh, red flag. Yes. <laughs> um, and Rick's like, well, why can't I come? Are you going to talk about me behind my back? Are you going to pick up guys? Yeah. Yeah. And Terry tells him he's acting Crazy. And? And then he, uh, you know, clearly triggered by this word, uh, pops Terry in the mouth. He smacks her in the face. Uh-huh. And, and she's bleeding from the she, lip. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was a little confused by. I was like, how did that slap cause blood to draw? But I'm like, maybe his fingernail. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah, could yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, maybe like her like tooth, like snagged on her. Oh, tooth it could have hit something. her tooth. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But yeah, very scary. Yeah. So he of course apologizes again, but Terry backs away in fear this time. So after school at the dot, JT decides to further harass Spinner by giving him a very specific and complicated order with the intention of Spinner messing it up somehow. Yes. And this prank worked for me. It was a little implausible, but they did the legwork of earlier um, Spinner saying that he was having trouble at work. So he can't just go to his manager and say, this kid's pranking me. He's already on thin ice. Mm, right. Yeah. So I like that. Planted and planted pay off. Um, so, uh, and I like that one of the requests is, uh, taking the sesame seeds off of a sesame seed bun. It's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> a plus troll work. Yeah. See. A good plus. Stuff. Uh, so meanwhile, at girls night... Terry is still gushing to page over Rick, and apparently eating everything in the check mix uh, except for pretzels. Oh, and by the way, um, every fucking snack mix on the planet would be ten times better if you just took out all those fucking pretzels. What? Waste of my time. You don't like pretzels? No. I love pretzels. Well, next time I go to the fucking corner store, I will pour all the pretzels in a little bowl. They're boar- my favorite part of the check mix. I'll bring them over to you. I'll put them on your patio. Wait. So then, what is your like? What is your ranking of like check mix components? Um, well, first of all, I prefer a Gardetto. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Gardetto is like a fancier Italian. All right, we get it, you're bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, the, I would go breadstick is number one, rye chips I, number two. Okay. Um, and then sort of whatever below that is. Uh, okay, I would do pretzels. Pretzels is number one? Yes, I love pretzels. You're insane. My mom used to just buy like giant bags of like little mini pretzels. I love that. You would have loved to be in, um, on the island in uh a triangle of sadness huh oh that's right they had so many pretzels. Yeah. yeah i was like honestly that been perfect i was like mm, yep yep you would have <laughs> fucked the hell out of me i was like hell yeah pretzels <laughs> uh so i would do pretzels then in the mini breadsticks then the rye chips um and then like the checks is like the last yeah i would agree yeah but i would ha- i would rather have a checks than a pretzel i feel like it has more flavor continue. Let's continue. Okay. So <laughs> while Paige goes to get snacks other than shitty pretzels, um, <laughs> Terry does Hazel's nails, which is, you know, like the one thing girls do at sleepovers. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Yeah, well, sometimes they have a pillow fight while they're wearing a, uh, a green mask. A green mask. Like a facial mask, you know? Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, like, no. You meant like Jim Carrey. Yeah, like Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, "Oh, righty then. In, in their underwear. In their underwear. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very fun. <laughs> it's very sensual. Love, love, love. Oh, love God. A sleepover. So, and then <laughs> Hazel uh, starts interrogating Terry about her relationship with Rick when she notices Terry's busted lip. Mm-hmm. And, and then she asks if Rick is hurting her and Terry tries to play it off like it's nothing it's yeah. a cold sore and I hurt my arm I bumped it on the thing uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then so Terry storms off just as Paige has reloaded the snack bowl which you know means more shitty ride chips for Paige I guess and I guess they're just going to eat those like pretzels that Terry got her little fingers all over <laughs> <laughs> but whatever okay so back at the dot uh, JT is still trolling Spinner mm-hmm. uh, who has served him a third burger that JT rejects because of the what was it? This time it was like the um, it ketchup, was a type or, of relish. Yeah, it was a type yeah, of relish. I can't remember. Uh, and so as someone who's worked at a customer-facing job, um, this is like my worst nightmare. Oh, this is a nightmare. But also at the same time, he can only occupy so much of your time because they have to remake this burger in between. How much can he really bother you in between? He can maybe say, "Refill my water." Like what? yeah, I mean, you know, I do think actually if we're being realistic here. Like I feel like the manager after like the second burger would right? probably be like, "Uh, what's yeah. going on here?" Cuz this is wasting the cook's time. Yes. You know, they're paid hourly like. These other customers. You know, like uh yeah, exactly. So, then uh JT starts mocking Spinner, which causes Spinner to, you know, Go, you know, Oh yeah, he does, he does the repeat, yeah, yeah, repeating thing again. Yeah, don't, don't. I don't. won't do it this time. It was very fun the first time. <laughs> I, I can't handle it. I wish everyone could have seen how I was so caught up. He was really upset. <laughs> <laughs> and so Spinner, like, grabs JT by the, you know, lapels. Yes. Um, but he gets busted by his boss, because, mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, uh, assaulting customers is frowned upon. I think even if you explained yourself after that, you would probably be in trouble for that one. Right! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, a liability. Come on. Yeah, the restaurant could get sued, absolutely. So, Terry's walking home from Pages, and- In that fucking alley and In that fucking alley! Girl, get out of that alley! Get out of the alley. Yeah, and, and Rick <laughs> is waiting for her in the alley. For hours. Yeah, he's been waiting there for hours. Um, so, uh terry tries to brush rick off but he tells her he loves her which mm-hmm. seems a little soon red flag another red flag another Let's red flag to the pile. <laughs> but she's not really in the mood and wants to be alone and eventually he shoves her against the wall just like sean did to emma mm-hmm. wait know, it wasn't against was it against the wall no it was like like a pile of leaves. yeah she fell into a pile of leaves. Yeah, i think but, you're right but 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 a shoving a, a shoving, shoving nonetheless yes exactly Stop uh, shoving people, kids. Yeah, and so Terry, to her credit, is like, "That's the last straw, buddy." Yes, and I was proud of her. Yeah, finally, Terry gets a backbone. <laughs> so at school, JT apologized to Spinner after finding out that Spinner got demoted because of their little altercation, which honestly seems like a slap in the wrist. Cause I, I would have thought he'd get I fired. fired him, yeah. yeah, come on, <laughs> what? Uh, Especially if he was already a bad employee. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Cut your losses here. Jeez. Uh, so JT is now the one offering a truce and Spinner agrees. It all seems well, <laughs> but then Miss Quan appears with a love letter addressed from Spinner. And I will say, uh, JT's poetry much better than Spinner's. Yeah, it was funnier. Yeah, your, your hair kissed by the sun, your lips kissed by me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's like some, you know, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't send it to this but... I think, I think, um, as far as Prank War episodes go, this was good. I, I didn't mind this B-plot at all. It's solid. Yeah. And as we go into the end of the A-plot, uh, we see a rose... Has been placed back on Terry's locker. It's it's Rick's calling card, Mm -hmm. apparently. Which is very frightening when you put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so Terry sees Rick staring her down in the hall until she takes the rose and she crushes it under her foot. I loved it. Yeah. And I wish that was like, you know, the end of Terry's uh, sadness arc. And then she (laughs) went to go on and do fun girl things. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, her, her Hawk girl summer is not coming just yet. Uh, this episode was good. I think it is a very good episode. I have very few complaints. I think it was very well written and acted. Even yeah. Spinner. Spinner was good. No, everyone, I mean, like, I think Spinner is very good. Spinner's in his groove. He's a much better actor in season three, I will say. Yeah, no, I think it just took time for Shane Kipple to sort of, you know, I mean, he was very young Mm -hmm. when the show started, and so I feel like... Not an excuse. (laughs) 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 Let's go into the next episode. Did this go there? I think it did. Yeah. It went there big time. Absolutely. Yeah. prank wars are very serious so it went there (laughs) domestic abuse yeah but prank wars yeah um and it I I think we agree it was a good episode Mm -hmm. we're gonna listen to a little music by Michael Abbott and then we'll be back with the next episode alright season 3 episode 13 this charming man Named oh, after the song by
1: oh, Liz Smith. <laughs> this is
0: that your mold? Why
1: oh.
0: We've talked about this before. We've talked about this. I love the Smiths. I hate Morrissey. Seems yeah. I, I, I think we agree. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love, and I love this song by the This It's a great song. It's a great one. Oh, this is a song that I've you know how songs that are this iconic, you hear them so much and they lose their effect? I still like this song. No, this if it one, comes on, it puts me in a good mood. When it comes on at Akbar, I am always thrilled. Oh, hell yeah. I want to do that little kick dance when I hear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think so, It yeah. makes me want to do a little kick dance. Uh-huh. A little kick dance. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this episode... You liked this episode. I did. And you know why... Interesting. Yeah. I, I did like this episode. I think it is... Good because it is calling back a couple of plot lines that are mm-hmm. coming to a head. Mm-hmm. I thought that was effective. It made those episodes seem more important to me because a couple of them were kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pushing characters that we know into new directions. And for whatever reason, I'm just really enjoying Chris on my rewatch. I think the actor's good. And he especially is. after this episode, I'm like, oh. You poor boy. You deserve better than this bullshit. Yeah. He does like it's put through the ringer in this episode. Just yeah. like with bullshit. So much bullshit. Uh, I, well, okay. We'll, we'll get into my feelings, yeah. my thoughts and feelings, but they are, um, in math class. And yes. I know that because they're doing the bed mass rule. Remember the bed. That's mass rule? right. I remember that. Yep. from math. Um, but it's PEMDAS in America. Oh, bed mass there. yeah. it's like, yeah, that's, we right. went over this. Yes. That's right. That's Brackets. Right. Exponents, brackets, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. There you go. Yep. Um, and they mentioned foiling it. You got to foil stuff. Oh God, I was about foiling. That's right. Yep. Okay. So yeah. So they're in <laughs> math class, and Chris starts chatting Emma up about their favorite topic: English homework. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it, I don't know what they're reading but I'm sure he had you know really insightful thoughts on it I loved 1984 it was all about it's, jealousy power. Right. it's all about Betrayal. dystopia <laughs> communism, authoritarianism, really any ism. And in the back of this math class, Shauna is hanging out with a Yeah, he walks in a with, girl. His, he walks with his new belle Amy. Uh, Amy. First Amy. appearance of Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like she kind of looks like Iggy Azalea. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she does. You think you see it? I see it. She also, there's a couple shots in this, and maybe it's because I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but she looked like one of the extras from the Manson family in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to me. There's a part where she's, like, sticking her little face out between the crack of the car seat, and I think that's just the actor, like, being smart and getting as much screen time as possible. Mm -hmm. But she did just look like a little Manson child. (laughs) (laughs) Iggy Azalea and the Manson family. Yeah, Great somewhere comparison. in between, <laughs> we find <Amy. laughs> Where do you exist on the scale from Iggy Azalea to Manson family member? <laughs> you know, we're all somewhere on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so as Emma is solving an equation with PEMDAS. Be- no, BEDMAS. BEDMAS, bed not bed PEMDAS. Mass. Okay, BEDMAS. Yeah. Bedmas. Be- bed Bedmats. Bedmats. <laughs> it's it's uh, Ben's birthday. We we gather and we celebrate. Oh, uh, uh, Sean and Amy just start making out in class. This, so this is where he got the hickeys. I think we're yes, we're, right. We can be pretty sure about right. that. right. It wasn't Alex. That's that. Uh, yeah, no. Or maybe it was <laughs> Towers. <laughs> it, was, it was maybe <laughs> Towers was sucking on his neck. Who knows. <laughs> Uh, this is so gross. This is such gross behavior. Yeah, I don't. I I never had a. Well, I did have a boyfriend at the end of uh high school, but we obviously couldn't make out in public because we could have gotten our asses. Yeah, could have gotten hate crime Yeah, but I'm trying to think if like the straight couples at my school, if they would like make out during. I class. don't think I ever saw that. I don't think so. I would maybe maybe see, like, at lunch. I would maybe see like heavy petting, not yeah. in class, but just sort of like around. But uh. I don't know. Yeah, heterosexuals shoving their lifestyle in our faces. What's new? Gross stuff. Disgusting. So Emma is clearly still salty about her breakup with Sean. And then back at home, Spike has gotten another laptop for Snake's birthday to replace the Alienware one. That got stolen. But it's a big piece of shit. It doesn't that, even run Civ that... 3. <laughs> yeah, they go back to Civ 1. It's like Windows 95 <laughs> still. Not even XP. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and Emma gets to work restoring his backups, uh, which is just a funny thing for to hear Emma Yeah, you explain. gotta record those backups. <laughs> uh, and as her mom is being nosy about her and Chris, Emma accidentally pulls up a photo of her and Sean together. But Emma insists that she's over Sean and deletes the photo. Mm-hmm. As proof. So, at school, Emma hears from JT and Toby that rumor has it Sean and his gang have been stealing stuff around the school. Because a DVD player is missing. Not yet. Oh. Spoilers! Oh my god. But w- it, what got stolen before the? Oh, that? I don't know. They were just like Shit st- so- shits 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 uh- disappearing. <laughs> candy bars. All the candy bars hey, all are the gone. All the candy bars. Um, <laughs> but uh, Emma insists that Sean wouldn't have stolen Snake's laptop, which is funny because as of the last episode, she, she really seemed to think it. She, yeah, yeah, which she acknowledges, She was like, I thought he did, but then I stopped thinking he did. It's like, well, what made you stop? Um, the writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. The writer of this episode. And, and <laughs> interesting about face. Also things considered <laughs> but uh when emma tries to play a dvd for her environmental club that is when she finds that the mm. dvd player is missing yep. and it doesn't take her long to put two and two together and so she confronts jay and sean about this missing dvd player and sean is like how could you ask me that and it's like How could you ask her that when you literally stole her stepdad's laptop and he has cancer? Yes, that's true. So before we move on from the scene, I will say that Emma really said gay rights with this Luke oh yeah love it said love and with a rainbow a, a little rainbow yeah very lin-manuel of her <laughs> I, I felt empowered i don't know right? <laughs> i felt great i mean this is obviously the top two of the week i felt i felt uplifted <laughs> <laughs> i felt strong i saw someone on the degrassi subreddit uh like dragging this outfit recently it's pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> i love it she's living her like 2000s idea of a flower child it looks like she bought it at like a uh castro like thrifts not even a thrift store like one of those shops that just has like tourist stuff and it was like on clearance (laughs) i i wanted to do the the meryl street monologue from uh Double Delaware's pod oh. but I can't I can't, I can't remember well, it would be hard to You'd insert trickle yeah. on down yes you t- t- no doubt whisked it out of a, b- I, I don't know I don't know by heart I'm a bad guy. it was Gautier who did the rainbow collection was it not I believe we saw really I can't remember, no anyway anyway, uh, anyway <laughs> <to> <laughs> um where am I? Uh, okay. <laughs> They're driver's ed. Driver's ed. No, not yet. <laughs> yes. So, yes. No, no, no. Yes. No, because then Chris starts beatboxing. Oh, And he, he comes down to the scene. And then he asks Emma to get a milkshake with him like it's the 1950s. That thing you did in the 1950s. Yes. Get a milkshake together. Well, it's very funny because he does come up and do the best beatboxing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's yes, just really really good almost as good as his not quite oh right but the thing that's really funny is after he comes up beatboxing he starts talking to emma and in at the end of each of his sentences he does like a little scoff or a tisk. but it sounds like he's still kind of like still beatboxing a little bit he's like ah, oh, who cares about sean <laughs> <laughs> Wanna get a milkshake? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. It's so funny to me. Because I couldn't tell if it, it was like, oh, are you still in the beat? <laughs> like, or do you just
1: I you're just that. making
0: these sounds a lot? <laughs> it does make those sounds a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh meanwhile, driving class. Yes. Grade tens are stressing over their driving tests with Spinner in particular. Um did you get your license at 16? Uh yeah. Oh. Nice. No, I had my permit at 15. Mm. Yeah, and then I could drive by myself when I was sixteen. Yes. Oh, wow! Nice. See, I <laughs> didn't get my license until literally last year. So, wow! I know. Did you do a little a little test? You I did. I did two little tests because yeah. I failed the first one. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I failed my first driving test. Oh, there you go. I blew a stop sign. I. Oh, what did I do? I don't know. I I fucked up somehow. Um. I anyway, still... I thought was I thought what was funny about this was they're talking about they have like a substitute uh, driver's ed teacher because. One of the teachers is gone, and Gonzalez. Gone, well, how does Spinner say it? <laughs> what how does it Gonz... Gonzalez Gonzalez? Like, <laughs> he's never heard the word before, and every syllable is like a surprise <laughs> to him. <laughs> Everyone else says it normal. <laughs> Jimmy says it normal. <laughs> it's not a Canadian thing. <laughs> so yeah, so instead of Gonzalez uh, for their driving instructor, they get an abject stud named Mister Falcone. Now. Am I correct in thinking that this character is around for a while? Or am I mixing him up with someone? I don't think he's around ever again after this episode. Okay. So he's like a quote unquote hot man. Did you think he was dreamy? I thought he was like, sure. I thought he was suitably handsome. I thought he was suitably handsome. Yes. I thought he was, you know, sort of like, he kind of has that like Ryan Reynolds vibe of just like, oh, you're handsome, but so boring. Yeah, very inoffensively handsome. Yeah. Just like nothing really there, but like, yeah. But this is very Page's type. It's like oh, yeah. a very mediocre no, Page is like <laughs> fully like a wooga eyes at this guy. And, and I did love the music sting. The, that the love song? Oh my God, it plays. The music sting, and then the hard cut when. Uh, the guy starts talking. It was all very funny. It was so good. Really good editing. Um, and then the music plays again as they drive off uh, yeah. and Paige's <laughs> purse is dangling
1: out of the car.
0: <laughs> so good. Oh my god, yeah. So uh, her purse getting stuck in the door It's just like they're chugging along and it's just dragging on the ground. Did you notice that the car that they were using for Driver's Ed had those little robot seatbelts that go like... Zzz! <laughs> wait really yeah oh, I didn't notice that <laughs> well I don't know I, it's obviously not an efficient thing because they don't do it in cars anymore but some cars used to have that thing where when you close the door the seatbelt was like on a little track and it would go like mm. <laughs> and you would still have to pull it down but it would like move up well I thought it was weird that Jimmy and Spinner were in the car with her is that normal yes oh really yeah Oh. For driver's ed, yeah, for sure. Oh. You have like one or two people in the back seat, and they are they are observing as one of the students. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. I, again, I I didn't uh, learn how to drive until my late twenties, so uh, I missed out on this whole experience. Okay, so at the dot, Emma and Chris's date seems to be going well as they talk about strawberry milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm saying Chris is a good actor. His oh. delivery. His delivery of the strawberry milkshake line is very funny. Uh, it's, it's, a, he, he makes choices. He makes bold choices. That's what I'm saying. I he's like him. you know, I never had strawberry milkshakes around It's funny. It's funny. It's, <laughs> funny. it's totally good. Like date, I, date joke. <laughs> I mean, I like that. He's taking bold swings. Yes. Um, But just as they're starting to have a real conversation, (laughs) Emma notices Jay and Sean stealing candy bars. their favorite thing, as as usual. So Uh, you still think they are flipping these candies? Yeah, that is still your belief. Yes, they're obviously just eating them. Do you think they're just they're just hungry for candy bars? I think they want to take whatever they can get for free, and candy is an easy thing to steal. I think they're flipping them. I really doubt it. I I I don't know. I think they're. What is the business model? Do they go down to the park and set up a stand? Yeah, they do, of course. I don't think so. Of course they do. I really think you're wrong. Okay, a a candy bar is only like $2 from the vending machine. They're probably flipping them for like 50 cents. That's not worth it. Yes, it is. How many do you have to sell to turn a profit? Really, they're seasoned thieves, so, you know. I I really think they're just eating (laughs) i disagree uh and emma (laughs) being the snitch queen that she is she rats them out to the manager and gets them banned for life i would Uh, say i i will say i'm not pro snitching but in this case i would you know it's a small business (laughs) yeah exactly like you know if you're go steal from from starbucks do a victimless crime yeah you know come on uh which probably means they were banned from the duration of this episode because i'm sure Oh yeah, Jay hundred percent is. Back yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Like, in, come on, come any, on. Any, any, yeah. episode it'd be else. funny if they actually kept the continuity of that, like for like the entire time. <laughs> so Jay's show. just standing outside. He's like, I can't get in. Time yeah. for life. <laughs> and he's like a vampire. He like tries to walk in, and he physically can't. <laughs> uh, so then we like get this very abrupt cut to Emma and Chris walking home, mm-hmm. which was I just thought was a weird choice editing wise. Yeah. But whatever. So they're walking home together and then Emma invites him to Snake's birthday. Which is a big step. Uh Uh-huh. And he's thrilled. Meeting the family. Yeah. Uh, but then Jay rolls up in his car and gives Emma a piece of his mind and basically all but confesses that he and Sean stole Snake's laptop. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and just like that, Emma's on a new crusade. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? A righteous crusade. Or is it? Or is it? (laughs) We'll have to find out. Um... So in the middle of the night, Emma wakes up. She does not go walking in the middle of the night. No. (laughs) She just Unfortunately. She didn't have a perm so there was no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. She didn't have anything to think about. Uh, (laughs) So she wakes up and she just goes upstairs to see Snake tinkering with his new piece of shit laptop. What a piece of shit this laptop. It's like breaking down before What is he trying to do on it that the laptop can't handle? Run Civ 5! (laughs) Civ 5 was so much later than this time. Civ 3! 3 sounds about right. (laughs) Uh, And she alludes to the fact that his old one was was stolen and snake's like what do you mean and Emma's like never mind i know that was weird which is weird because it's like snake isn't it obvious that it was stolen it's a pretty pointless beat like <laughs> like i just don't really yeah i didn't really get it also i'm pretty sure emma already said as much at the end of the last sean episode she did because he's like my laptop's gone she's like i don't think it was he's forgetful he's in chemo Yeah, so, <laughs> she has to keep brain, again, chemo yeah. brain uh so the next day at school emma tells chris that they have to nail sean for his crimes chris is like I don't know, but okay. So he goes along with it. For now. For now. Meanwhile, <laughs> we find out that Paige bombed her driving lesson and slaughtered swaths of innocent orange cones. D- not orange cones. Oh, oh uh, what are they called? Uh, p- pylons. 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 Orange pylons. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm doing it, Evan. I'm going to break out the old most Canadian moment bumper. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> wait so do we think this is a canadian thing or do we think of course it is you don't think they're just technically called pylons and you just call them cones like colloquially no this is the canadian thing i don't know don't take this away from me i don't know every time they say something weird that's obviously a canadian thing i don't know go watch the fucking kroll show sketch where they say all the canadian slang i guarantee you they say pylons wheels ontario (laughs) Have you seen? It? <laughs> I have not. You don't know about Wheels Ontario? I don't. know. I don't know. What you're There's talking a whole about. recurring Kroll Show sketch that is a parody of uh, Degrassi. Wait, really? Yes. Oh, this okay. is like a central thing. I'm gonna drawing. have to show the, I'm gonna have to show Evan this off air. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll continue this. Discussion. We'll continue. <laughs> we'll revisit Wheels uh, Ontario. So this scene was. I will say I laughed at the scene when they're like, "You killed my pylon, mother." Spinner, That's funny. Spinner, he's good in this. It was um, pretty funny. And they said pylon like six times in a row, yeah. which was very Canadian. <laughs> As we've established, apparently. Uh, and Hazel quickly finds out that Paige got nervous because she has the hots for Mr. Falcone. Mm-hmm. And who wouldn't? What a hot. Whomst amongst us wouldn't fall for this, you know, 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> I guess he's like a, you know, a teenager 10. I guess, Yeah. Again, I I was very rarely hot for teacher. I mean, I feel like if I looked back on the teachers that I was hot for when I was like, you know, fifteen, I probably would be like, what? But I I mean, know, sometimes some you're ticking. just sometimes you're just attracted to the hottest person in the room, right? Like, let's be real, right? Like, that's exactly the situation. She's like, I'm in a car with Jimmy it's and Spinner, like and this guy, so I guess I want to fuck <laughs> this guy. I mean, one of these is a real man, so you know, <laughs> fair fair enough. So Emma is going through her locker and she finds. Yet another photo of her and Sean, and in yet another symbolic act, she crumples, crumples it up. Did it, not need this scene. Like, this is like the third photo <laughs> that she has disposed of because at the end of the Sean episode, she crumples up a photo that she was <gasps> oh, it was a photo. Of right. She crumples up a photo that she was going to give to him, and now. She deleted a photo earlier in this episode. And now she's crumbling another one. It's like, we get it. She hates photos. We get it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Eddie Polaroid. She's like, (laughs) ah, the (laughs) (laughs) her. But then she sees Sean carrying a mysterious box around school. And so she decides to not so secretly follow him. Yeah, she's basically going like doom doom Yeah, doom doom doom, 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 doom 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 And Sean like immediately catches her. Yes. And it turns out it's just a box of what appear to be like coveralls for I, shop. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Um They're Michael Myers outfits. <laughs> He's like, We're gonna kill people later. It's unrelated. Um and he apologizes for how their breakup went down. But he insists that Emma needs to mind her own business. And if I heard that, I would check myself and be like, Okay, I'm being crazy. I'm gonna I'm going to leave this. Beat. Also just like, but I, Emma's not, Emma's not. No. Smart. Oh Emma, no. Emma. Emma has never let something go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's just funny. Cause it's like, Sean's like, Oh, mind your own business. It's like, but you probably did steal the DVD player. Right. Yeah. And so it kind of is her business. Cause she, how else is she going to play her DVD for her environmental class? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he definitely stole snakes laptop, which is totally her business. That so it's like, I'm like, mm, I don't know, Sean, you don't really have a leg to stand on here. He's, He's gaslighting her pretty hard. Gas keep <laughs> gate boss, girl, girl light. Girl what? Girl light. Okay. Gas boss, No, keep going. Gate wait, wait, it's very funny, but we need to keep going. Um, so at lunch, everyone gives Paige a hard time for failing her driving lesson, and Jimmy catches on that Paige got nervous because Mr. Falcone is hot. Hot. I like how he treats it as, like, a discovery, because he's, like, you know, he's, like, straight, so he's, like, it didn't occur to me that he was hot yeah. until... I realized you think he's hot. He, he just, is hot. He just inferred it. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was like, I have no idea. Based but... on the, pr- the clues. <laughs> <laughs> and Spinner is devastated by mm-hmm. this, which is silly. It's pretty silly. I would. I don't think I would be intimidated. I, but that's just me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It does seem very in character. Let's be real. This yes. Is Spinner, we're talking about. So later that day, Chris convenes with JT about the situation with Emma, and JT is playing a video game, a basketball computer a game, a basketball video game. But he's game. playing it with a keyboard, which is something I've never seen. He seems like using like the arrow keys, you know. I know, but anyway, I don't know. And you hit like space to shoot or something. I don't sure, know. I guess. Uh, but it, it was all worth it for the part where he says, "Ah, oh, rebounds suck." Yeah, great which writing, is, which is like the most on the nose symbolism that has ever symbolized. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh because to be and and just to clarify he like warns chris like oh i wouldn't date emma after sean yes because you know mm. you get complicated. Uh, yeah exactly and then emma ropes chris into coming with her to put an anonymous tip in about the stolen dvd player to mr radich yes so they go to mr radich and emma tells him that they saw sean and jay loading some equipment from the resource center into their car. Into their Civic. Into their she's this, this into the Civic. the This episode brought to you by Civic. <laughs> <laughs> Honda has paid for a portion of this episode. <laughs> uh, which is, of course, a lie, because they did not yeah, see this. Yeah, and Chris is not comfortable Chris with it. Chris is not line. thrilled by this yeah. at all. Well, of course, this white girl is going to go around, like, lying to authority figures. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, like, well, I guess she can go over there. Um... <laughs> So meanwhile, it's Spinner's turn behind the wheel with Mr. Falcone, and Spinner is apparently feeling very threatened by Paige's precocious crush on this man. Guess what I have to say? What? Spinner's very funny in this scene. He is. He did a good job! Yes! He was very funny in this scene. And then he runs over a cardboard cutout of the family. Which is great. And Paige's reaction is also very funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's like, oh, you ran over ah. the family?
0: And then crashes into then, a real life car. And then he hits a car. All because he's so mad at Falcone for being hot. I'm crazy. Have you ever been so mad at someone for being hot that you crash your car? (laughs) Oh, God, no. Not yet. (laughs) Give me a minute. Uh, I haven't been on the wheel enough. Uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot. You just cut your (laughs) leg. No, just give me a minute. Um, (laughs) So the police come to Degrassi to investigate Jay's car. And what do you know? They don't find anything. Yeah, it is funny that the car was parked right where Jay left it in the spot right in front of the school. Yeah, it's it's just, apparently they're not ticketing them. Did the school just give up? They're just like, okay. What can you do? I mean, (laughs) kids are going to be kids, I guess. Um, So Sean immediately clocks that the anonymous, quote unquote, tip was from Emma, and then he tells Brad to go to hell. And then he gets two months Saturday detention. Which you know, okay, sometimes I feel like the punishments doled out to kids on this show, like, they're either, like, too lenient or too severe for, like, yeah. the actual crime. This one I was actually like, you know what? No, this is that's realistic. Right. Like, yeah. two months detention. That's a long time. That's a lot of detention. So that's eight like detentions. Oh, is it only eight? Was it only Saturday? Well, it's Saturday. once a week, yeah. Was it only once a week? Um, it's Saturday detention, though. I get That's true. That was always the worst. By the way, um, I'm really curious. What, what do you think it would be like if we saw what Sean did at this Saturday detention. Like, what if a bunch of the students were all at the detention? Anyway, that might be cool. We'll see. Did you ever get detention? No. (gasps) Really? I got... It was not a common practice at my school. Oh, really? Okay, so I got early morning detention or as they called it emd because they love an acronym and yeah, I, I love emd i went to the emd time last week and it was yeah. it was really good they were playing a lot of hits uh, i think christmas dj <laughs> <laughs> adult chris Sharp the electronic the music dance yeah <laughs> i was um, doing an electronic music dance you should have seen my dance no i got emd for fucking tardiness That's stupid. It's so stupid. And it was like, it was, of course, like I was like five minutes late just because, I don't know, my family was a mess and we couldn't get our shit together. And so I had EMD. And I remember I drew a picture in EMD because you were only, you were explicitly only allowed to read in EMD. Like you could read a, bring a book and read a book. And that was it. What book did you read? Oh, probably like Harry Potter. Okay. Which, you know, canceled, but, uh, (laughs) um, cancel me. Um, but I should have been reading Animorphs. I I, (laughs) apparently, that was the right call. Um, and I drew something and the lady fucking threw it away. And I was like, fuck you. Did you punch Pussy her, lady? <laughs> I, yeah, I punched her in the left tit. And that's why you had to keep going to detention. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, anyway, <laughs> what's, what's uh, going on in the real show? All right, okay. <laughs> so despite the fact that the police didn't find the DVD player, Emma is thrilled that Sean got busted for an unrelated crime. And Chris is like, but I thought you were doing this for the laptop. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> he calls. He fully calls her on her bullshit and does yeah. a nice little beep up. Yeah, and Emma's like, "Yeah, sure, but at least Sean is finally gonna pay for what he did to me. I mean, what he did to Snake. Yeah, Chris deserves so much better. His baby girl Melanda would have never done this to him, or no. maybe she would have. I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. It didn't seem like they were doing well. Uh. <laughs> but maybe they were only doing well because he was uh, responding to Emma's siren song. I don't know. He said they were always his baby girl and her him were like, always. they were, crying. he was always yeah. in trouble. Yeah. He was always okay. in trouble. Okay. Um, okay so sure. Chris tells her that this is all because she's not over Sean and that he's just wasting his time. And Emma, very but, emotionally mature of Chris, by the way, it is. Uh, and Emma seems to finally realize her mistake. Uh, and this, I feel say this episode is very revealing of a certain kind of psychology where people will disguise their personal grievances and resentments under, like, banners of justice. Yes. Or, you know, morals. And Emma is very guilty of this. Yes. She does this is a lot throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, her thing. So I I, I like that this episode really called her out on that. Yes. Uh, I, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. So we then cut to Snake's 31st birthday. I and gasped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this man is a rough 31. I will say he looks younger and more energetic since he shaved his hair that little patch of hair on his head was hanging on him. for dear life it was aging him at least a decade i'm glad he sh- he shaved it even though it was for cancer <laughs> i my my boyfriend turns uh 29 today happy birthday uh, daniel and he uh, just shaved his head. <laughs> that is, this is all Finally. <laughs> um, It's just crazy to me that he, that Snake is only two years older than Daniel. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Maybe we'll post a picture of Daniel and everyone can see how young and pretty he looks <laughs> compared <laughs> we'll to Snake. See, okay. uh, uh, <laughs> compared to season one Snake. Think about that. Because uh, he's 31 oh, that's now. that's right. Oh, my God. Whoa. Aw, oh, St- Stephen Brogdon, we love you. Um, yeah, but we, you're we, not as pretty as Daniel. That's that's true. But I'd rather hang out with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, tell that to Daniel tonight at his birthday. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Emma tells... Uh, oh, I will say, I also wanted to note, uh, Snake's birthday cake, very cute. It was, it's a laptop. It's a laptop. It's a, la- it's a desktop. A it computer. is a desktop. Or, no, it's not yeah. a laptop. It's a but desktop. It was, it was Monitor. Like, didn't you think it was, like, huge? <laughs> it was huge. How would you eat all that? I, How I'm, do you even cut I mean, it? And mean, they had all these people there. That like they apparently know they're like, Oh, all our close friends. He's there's a extras. very funny moment where the guy sitting on the couch next to Snake, he snake just turns to him and goes, Hey man, thanks for coming. <laughs> like, did you just <laughs> address him for the first time? He's just been sitting next to you for an hour. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, was weird. Um, so Emma tells uh Snake that Chris isn't coming after all because of what she did. And Snake is like, Oh, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get you some slack. Uh so then at the dot. Paige comes to basically tell Spinner to get over himself, and Spinner um doesn't really get over himself, because he's like... I have something really important to say. I know we're over time. But Paige orders a clubhouse sandwich. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Was she joking? It's like what they call a club sandwich uh, in Canada. No, I think they're just like, maybe that's like what they have on the menu. Most like, Canadian club. moment bumper. No! Again, do it, no, do it! No! You're a menace today. You need it is the most Canadian man. moment. I changed my mind. That it's is more not, Canadian that, than pylons. That is, okay. Clubhouse uh, sandwich is funny. I was making a point, which is to say that, you know, Paige tells Spinner to get over himself, and then Spinner basically doesn't get over himself, because he's like, well, hey, I switched our driving instructor back to Gonzalez." So, Gonzalez. So, uh, <laughs> I, what was the lesson learned? This is pointless. <laughs> I was but entertained. It, it was fine. It was entertaining. I, and again, just like the prank war, you're doing a show set in a school. We need the Drivers Ed episode. And this was perfectly fine. Yeah. Spinner learned the valuable lesson that when you feel threatened, uh, eliminate the threat. <laughs> and that's why... <laughs> Falcone is killed off screen, <laughs> and we never see him again. And Spinner gets away with the murder. <laughs> we see him like a newspaper next episode. <laughs> Driving <laughs> instructor, <laughs> murder, found murder, <laughs> disemboweled. <laughs> okay, so wrapping things up, Emma goes to the mall and finds Chris jamming to some tunes. He's probably beatboxing on the inside of his head. Uh huh. Yeah. He's going some. <laughs> 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 and Emma tells him that she only did what she did because Sean broke her heart, and she asked Chris to give her a second chance and he does which I was surprised by I forgot the episode Ended this way Yeah They start a relationship Yeah Crema uh, There was a funny line Where she says I liked your taste in hats <laughs> And he does He does wear cool hats She says <laughs> You have great ha- You have great taste in hats Even better taste in music Yeah I would disagree I don't like his taste in music But I do like his taste in hats but Do we know his taste in music? Yeah it's I mean <laughs> No that's his little <laughs> Beatboxing But we've heard The rave music That I he was i rave. it was It was not my music That was that's for the, That was For the ravers that's what ravers want to hear um anyway is that the end yeah does this episode go there no does it what was it about i forgot no (laughs) no it doesn't it doesn't go remotely there okay then it doesn't no but i thought it was fine i it was okay what did you learn today i learned that sometimes helicopters just (laughs) just kind of hover there and you know a lot of times they'll fly by and we can kind of have a little pause But today, they're just hovering there. (laughs) What did you learn today? (laughs) I learned that we need to defund LAPD so they don't have helicopters. I would love to defund LAPD. Why is no one running on this platform? (laughs) Get rid of their helicopters. No helicopters. They're a menace. Helicopters and leaf blowers. Get on it, Karen Bass. (laughs) Get on it. She's not going to. No, she's not. Anyway... (laughs)
1: Uh, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> thank you to for listening this, to us. To, to
0: this, whatever this is. Let's get some sort of socialist alternative into the mayor's <laughs> office. And um, have a lovely day, everyone. We'll do the holiday episode next week. I don't like this episode very much. It's beginning to look a lot like... Cry. Pride. It's cry. Happy pride. Woo. Okay, bye. <laughs>